don't stop, get it, get it. Super flexy. Mm. Throw a little hot sauce in there. Holy smokes. A to the O. Let's get super flexible. I'm here with Larry Monkey oh. from the Dynasty Hot Sauce. All right, all right, all right. First of all, Larry, thanks for coming on Super Flexible Podcast and getting flexy with me. It's oh. been a while. We've been talking for what did you say before we hit record? Like, hey, you invited me like a year ago. Thanks, thanks for. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for having me on. And I'm glad that we uh, did not let, let that connection drift aw- too far apart. And, oh, uh, absolutely, we- Larry. One of my favorite people on Twitter. I know that like algorithms and whatnot have separated us in our social media lives, but always good to find you, man. I, I like what you do. Speaking of that... What are you guys going to be focused on in the Dynasty Hot Sauce now through this offseason? You know, we got the Super Bowl coming up, mm. but to me, it's been like full-fledged Dynasty offseason since since it ended. You know, since we p- started paying people out. I don't know if you're a listener, Larry. It, it doesn't bother me if you're not. But but you're, you're here for the listeners. But for me, this this podcast a little bit has been kind of getting away from a little bit of, I think, what everybody's focusing on right now, and it's the rookies. And I have the podcast, Rookie Fever Podcast, I do with Michael Finero. I think rookies are important, but I think if we focus too much on them, there's a lot you can miss out on. That that was a, a lot for me to say after I asked you a question. Yeah. <laughs> what was that question again? I know, right? <laughs> like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast sometime? Dynasty Hot Sauce <laughs> Podcast, baby. Well, you were asking me what, what we have in store this off season. And um, man, we just we want to get into what what everybody gets into right right around now is that twenty three rookie class. Uh, we just oh actually right now before the Super Bowl, we thought it'd be a good idea to get some sports betting involved with this show. So we had Gab Gowdy on from at Gab Gowdy uh, from FanDuel, and we had a, a really fun show with her uh, getting into some props and some parlays and just stuff like that surrounding the Super Bowl. And, you know, we, and we, we, made, we had a couple trades to talk about, so we did bring the, 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 the dynasty back back into the show. But, yeah, really focusing on uh, Kane, Kane Fossil, Kane Fossil, Kane Fossil, I don't know how you pronounce his name, at Devi underscore Kane. Uh, he'll be coming on the show next week to talk the uh, 23 rookies, Travis May. We got So we're really, he's coming on in a few weeks. Right after the combine, we have Travis May coming on. So, yeah, we're booking guests. We're, we're just we're just grinding, man, getting getting all the, the information that we can present to our listeners. Uh, we just launched a Patreon. Uh, check that out. But, yeah, man, me, me and Justin, my partner at Run DFF, we're um, – we're, 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 we're digging it, man. Oh, and our both of our good buddies, Johnny Lop. We had his annual spot. He comes on every There week, you go. You know? I love some John Lobb. We have mm-hmm. our Rookie Fever player profile with John Lobb, I think, releases tomorrow on Rookie Fever. I feel like I feel like a, a crummy host right now. Like, I roll out the carpet for you. Mm. I kind of um, find a way to 
meticulously crap on people talking about rookies too much and then like what are you doing on your show and you're like we're talking about rookies a lot (laughs) (laughs) well if they're not necessarily rookies they're incoming rookies they're not they're not rookies yet i mean i do agree with that i want to get an idea i want to get i agree different analyst perspectives because Kane's going to have a different point of view of, of things on from Travis and so forth. So we want to get the, the, you know, that diversity of thought here so you can make your own, um, you know, your own decision when it comes down to your, your rookie dress. But again, we're or just all, listen to rookie fever or you could just listen to rookie fever <laughs> yeah, or just do I'm that. just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just I wanted to talk about your show. Yeah. Um, Do it, man. This you picked some categories here. We've got you picked public nervous announcement, value, strategy, and a sell. Mm. You wanted to talk about a trade that happened in your league before we dug into all this, though. Okay. I woke up. Okay, you want to talk about it? I do. I do. I want to hear it. Just to give you a little background information, this is a twelve-team. Two tight end, 1.75, super flex. A Debbie depleted league, which means there's, you can draft a few Debbie players every year. Every rookie draft, there's like 12 Debbie players that you could, that you could pick, um, which waters down things a little bit, but there's always that, that pool of Debbie players that's, that's still out there that come up every single year. So that, that's a nice little twist in, in, in the league. We just picked up uh, one person left, so we got a new GM. And so I wake up this morning and I walk out of the ba- I get out of the bathroom and my daughter is like, Daddy, why did you just say the F word in there? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, what, what are you talking about? You said what the F? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there was a trade that went off. The new guy made, made a deal and it involved your buddy DeAndre Swift. Ooh. Yeah. So I thought it'd be a nice Swift deal or a Swift steal. Uh, I think it may be a Swift steal for Swift's final destination. Let me explain this trade to you. Uh, Keish, okay, I'll give it to you. It's re- really, come, uh, I'll just tell you the trade. Keyshawn Vaughn, Damian Williams, Kenny Galladay. Brock Bowers, who is the super tight end out of Georgia, uh, 24, 2024 class. He, he's, he'll, be, he'll be a first rounder for sure. Um, four, DeAndre Swift, Marquise Brown, Christian Kirk, and Cole Komet. And I no, no, that, I, what am I missing here? It's Bowers, the tight end. Yeah. For Swift, Hollywood, Kirk, and Komet in a two tight end, 1.75. I just, I, I get the two tight end and they're hard to get a hold of, but. Start 13, mind you. It's a start 13. So you really, you need the depth in a start 13. Wow. You need a lot of depth in a start 13. Um, and I was just, I just couldn't wrap my head around this. I mean, I know get your guy, but um, I mean, those are some pieces, the legit starting pieces. That's that's four starters in a start 13. That's four starters. And like you said, it's depleted Debbie. Right. So setting your team back doesn't help out like it, it would in a lot of, we'll just say non-Debbie leagues, let, elite, let alone depleted. That right. 101 on a tank team isn't isn't the same and uh, and all the big guys are are off the board he has a couple first round picks but i don't know if he's gonna go debbie guys but there's a lot of a lot of debbie players that are on rosters already 
Holy cow! Um, is this this is this trade your public nervous announcement? This is crazy. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, <this>. well, <laughs> uh, it, it happened today. Like I said, I, I never, I, you're, I never really like. I'll never really have that type of reaction to a trade. I don't care if who trades with what or who what you trade or this. And everyone's makes their own trades. I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm a I'm a pro no trade deadline guy. No trade deadline yeah. so long in fantasy football. Yeah. Um, but so I, I'm not. I don't care. Make your trades it's between two people. But I saw make this, your trades. It, if you didn't try, you can't cry. But right, holy right. cow! Snooze, you lose. So yeah, I um, I, I had this wow. caused me to say the f word in the bathroom loud enough that my daughter could hear me. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, that 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 owner must have hated Swift and Hollywood. The whole even, first even round. Even Cole Komet in the two tight end set, like you're doing right. fine with Komet. So my argument here is I was offering, I was trying to get Christian Kirk off him and I was trying to get Cole Komet off him because I was like, maybe, you know, it's a new guy. Sometimes you don't know the ins and outs of a league. And I'm like, maybe he doesn't know how, how big this two tight ending is because it's a big deal, two tight mm-hmm. ends, especially 1.75. 1, 1. So you want to yeah. have a nice, you want to have a, um, you know, a bevy of tight ends. Uh, so at first I was firing away. Like I have a second round pick. I don't have a first round pick. A second round pick in this league will will still get you a Debbie guy, and you can get a Debbie guy that's going to come into the league as a top five rookie pick in in a in a regular traditional rookie draft. So uh, a second round pick is worth that a potential top five rookie pick down the road. So I was firing off second rounds trying to get players. And uh, I mean, the players that he, he could have gotten four first or second round picks for that haul instead of the one Brock Bowers, which is, you know, I'm great. He, he might be a nice tight end. Um, is he is he Kyle Pitts plus? I mean, could he have gotten Pitts with that haul? Did he try? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know what went on behind the scenes, but um, I was taken aback by that deal. What can I say? I'm a little taken back by that deal, too. That's one of them that you're just like, what? Right. And it's with this with uh, the new guy. <clears throat> yeah. And um, so, yeah, that was that was Brock Bowers, the 2024 tight end one who is shaping up to be like a like a super tight end type of type of player mm-hmm. on the level of pits. Uh, uh, Bowers or Swift, Hollywood Brown, Christian Kirk, Cole Komet and a two tight end, 1.75. Start thirteen. That's the key component here. The start thirteen. I, 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 I don't get it. Once buys hit, you need more than thirteen starters. Buys yeah. and injuries. I mean, you need like twenty. And you already had Cole starters. Komet. I hate to f- keep focusing on that. And I'm not yeah. saying Cole Komet's like the next top tight end. I'm I'm not advocating that at all. But you're in right. a two tight end league with those other assets. I'm fine with Cole Komet. Usable. He's a, he's a. Uh, an average to above average piece, and you think he might take a step now that uh, Fields has got another year under his belt. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Larry. Mm. 100% don't get that one. And Kirk and Hollywood are kind of the same. Those those, those two guys are kind of interchangeable for me. I, I lean Christian Kirk just because of the – he's just – I mean, they're on a team that's got a, a head coach, number one, right? Yep, and, a quarterback. Um, and a, and a, a quarterback not, that has both legs. And Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, and Swift, I mean, there's a lot of people that are that are sour on Swift, man. I mean, are you? I mean, I, I know you're still on. Have you parted with any DeAndre Swift at all? I know I'm turning flipping this podcast. I, over to so me, over yeah, to, me. to answer your question, I have not. I have not parted with any Swift. Okay. I have sensed concerns. Still the same 
I, I'm holding tight. I don't. I think that there had to be something going on last year with Swift and his soft tissue issues, which that in itself, it, if I wasn't a big Swift guy, I would be on this show being like, oh, let's talk about Swift and these soft tissue issues. Yeah. That said, like we've seen that and we've seen Christian McCaffrey. We've seen him that size back stay healthy. I think that I don't think Jamal Williams is more talented than DeAndre Swift. I think that he had a role on the team that he fit well while Swift it while they're taking care of Swift. Right. So I'm not I'm not too concerned. I'm I actually sent out an offer for Swift. I sent um Dobbins and David Njoku to try to get Swift. Oh. And um I'm gonna see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Some people are I mean someone today mentioned um he is what he is. An expensive change of pace guy. And I think J- Jamal Williams was in the right place at the right time. I got a second round pick for Jamal Williams when he first started going nuts in the early part of the season. I was thrilled to get him mm-hmm. on my team because yeah. you could not do You're anything. You're still fine with it, right? I mean, do you, you ever oh, yeah. regret I'm or? still fine with it because he's going to turn back into Jamal Williams after this year. Yeah. Uh, on another team that's not going to use him. The, p- the chips were just fell perfectly for him yep. this season. I feel like he's one of those players that people are going to regret holding on to and not taking those offers that they were getting for him throughout the season because they wanted more and they thought they were going to get a first for Jamal Williams on their meh dynasty teams, honestly. so He's like a Peyton Hillis uh, season. Goes nuts and then he just kind of fizzles out after that. Oh, did he die? Yeah, I know. Jesus, I just that just came back to me. Wait a minute. No, he didn't die. die. He didn't die. I I was more just like, ouch, because of the Peyton Hillis comparison. (laughs) (laughs) The whole, uh, oh my God, he was just in the news. (laughs) Yeah. Beep, 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 public nervous announcement. Oh my goodness. Brian Hart told us it's time for your public nervous announcement. I don't do it as good as him. That's why he's. That's why he gave me that button. Beep, 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 public nervous announcement. Very nice. So, public nervous announcement. Somebody that you're a little bit nervous about, don't quite understand. Maybe a player, maybe a situation. What are you nervous about, Larry? When I think about nervous and fantasy football, I can only think of Trey Lance and anyone that has him on their team. I mean, yeah. I, I, how can you be a Trey Lance truther when this guy hasn't even played any any meaningful games in the last like what five years or whatever? Like, when was the last time that guy like like played in a, a string of games, right? Yeah, some silly. Uh, I should have looked it up, but yeah, he hasn't played in like he hasn't played like cons- consistent football since like 2017 or something like that. It's like some ridiculous stat. Yeah, that that's crazy. Um, yeah, coming With off the, the injuries, injuries and then yeah, the, so he has the, yeah, he's got the freak. Uh, he gets the freak uh, ankle injury, knocks him out for the year. Uh, emergence of Brock Purdy, who eventually goes down with his own with a, a completely other disastrous injury. So I mean, that's how that quarterback room, and that's that quarterback room has always been a mess. Always, they can't. It's, it's in the air. Is at the turf? Why do those guys always keep getting hurt? Their quarterbacks and their running backs, for that matter. Yeah. Is it the system that Shanahan has in place that that sets these guys up to get injured? But um, I mean, they had high hopes for Trey Lance. I have Trey Lance on a team. I'm trying to move him 
because I don't want a guy. I hear too many people, even like legit anim- analysts on on like a, like a on sports radio and stuff like that. You have guys that are just like he just hasn't played. Who knows where you're going to get? And this guy's a great athlete. That's that's all we have to go on. Uh, so what are you we, trying to get for him in your trades? Uh, let's see. I was trying to go, first. I was going for the late first. I would try a um, one ten. A first and a, yeah, late first. Yeah. Uh, then I tr- then I tried the what was another one here? Looking at my trades and offers. Trey La- Trey Lance for Jalen Waddle straight up. I tried that one. It was re- rejected. That was rejected. Yep. And that was uh, um, Rocky Petrella and Jerry O'Shea teamed up in the fantasy timeline league. Yeah. Uh, I offered Trey Lance and Michael Pittman for Garrett Wilson. I offered Lance and Juju for Wilson. I offered Lance and a first for Justin Fields. That got shut down. Hmm. Lance and a first for Deshaun Watson. That got shut down. The first was like the 110. Ooh, I'm almost surprised by that one. Yeah. That you didn't get the Watson one. The Watson for Trey Lance and the 110 for Watson got shot down. Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pull that one off, actually. Yeah, those are some Those are some trades. Let's see. I sent in my one of the early parts was um, Lance and Cortland Sutton for Watts. So, what are you thinking then? Um, and we're only speculating here, but do you think that Brock Purdy gets the first chance? Uh, I think they'll duke it out in training camp, right? I don't think he's going to come in and be like, "I'm Brock Purdy." <laughs> He, he, mean, might, he, he might he might introduce himself <laughs> to some people. <laughs> he he's gonna he's, he's definitely he's gonna do not introduce yourself when you walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Purdy, baby, he needs to. Uh, he's gonna be out all the. Uh, he's gonna miss all the offseason stuff. And, and Lance is pretty much gonna be cleared, I think, in a couple more weeks. Yeah, he's gonna be in on all that offseason stuff. So. Uh, I think they probably want to get their their third overall pick on the field. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't they? While they still have them under contract. Yep. You know, I agree. Purdy's. I mean, these costing. I mean, just because of the money stuff and the draft capital, they spent three first round picks. And you know what those picks turn out to be? Like Waddle and Chubb and uh, Miami's halt that they they traded that pick for Lance just turned out to be unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be very worried about Trey Lance. I'd be trying to move him. I know it sucks because you've had him on your team for a couple of years. Um, I know I know your pain for folks that have him, and uh, I just uh, I mean, I guess what we're gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to wait for the Instagram of him, like you know, doing mm-hmm. sprints or you know when he's making a cut and his quads are, are bursting. Uh, that's going to be when you're going to have to trade him because right now you're not getting. I just rattled off a bunch of, of deals that I didn't see think were that, that outrageous on my end. So I would just so, wait I mean, for Instagram picks to come if out. If you tried to get Waddle from me, I know I would reject that one. Yeah. Um, if you okay, so that team, the Watson one, I would. I I'm surprised that one didn't get done. Yeah. So in terms of you know we talk about you know in a vacuum right. Uh, in terms of the, the team, Tom Brady, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, Brock Purdy, Malik Willis. So I was trading Trey Lance to the Brock Purdy GM also, the one that got shot down uh, for Waddle. So they lost Brady, and they have he's got Kirk Cousins and Brock Purdy, basically. So 
just the context. I just added a little bit more context to that uh, that deal for Lance for Waddle. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Trey Lance is one of those players too when you're acquiring for me because. I'm in the middle on that one. So I've tried to acquire him, but not past a certain comfort area. Mm. And so you almost have to lowball to try to get Trey Lance. And then people are so invested that they, they don't want to give up. I think the most that I've offered though, and it sounds like you would have accepted this was either like a one ten or one eleven. Yeah. I think I would go for the, I would go for the, I would cash in. I would cash in. Uh, so and he's again, an interesting he, he, one to try to acquire. He's like not somebody I want, but I f- like in Superflex because I like I like to have my quarterbacks. I felt right. like he was somebody that was obtainable, but you still have to pay up quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know. So what would you? How far would you go? Would you give up? You would one ten. You would give up the one ten for Trey Lance. That's about as far as I would go. Um, one oh nine to one oh eight. I feel like. Yeah. Um, not enough people draft well enough that somebody's going to fall to me. And that's just (laughs) my cocky attitude, I guess, or like seeing it happen so many years in a row and those values where you're getting, I know we're talking about quarterback here in Trey Lance, but those values where you get DK Metcalf, Jalen Waddle, Justin Jefferson, those are one tens. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm already giving you a little bit better and I mean, at this point, like, let's go to Waddle. Man, and I love my quarterbacks, Larry. I think that's something most people know about me. That's why I do this podcast. But you (laughs) almost feel more comfortable putting Waddle even in that super flex spot than you do Trey Lance. Right, exactly. Because there's no no tape on him, you know. There's nothing to to go off of. He's just a mystery. You know, at least with Watson, you know know what's there already when he was in purgatory for the last couple of years. Yep. You know what you're eventually going to get out of Watson. You have no idea what you're eventually going to get out of Trey Lance. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, is Purdy going to be 100? I mean, I don't know. That's a serious injury that he had to his throwing elbow. This throwing elbow. Yeah, I, I traded all the Brock Purdy I could throughout his so career I, there. So I traded Brock Purdy. <laughs> I, I paid thirty dollars for him in Fab. Flipped him for Cortland Sutton at the time, like. People were like, "Oh my God!" Like, there were some people that were like chirping in the in the chat, like, and then all of a sudden, Purdy turns into like this legit quarterback, and I'm thinking, like, "Dang it, I needed a QB in that league, and I flipped him for Cortland Sutton." But now, now I'm feeling kind of okay about the deal. And it was like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, Sutton's a good buy. Yeah. So let's let's keep this going with some negativity here, and you want to sell? Mm. Sell, sell, sell. Who are we selling, Larry? I am selling Sam Howell. After the news came out that he might be a potential starter going into 2023, um, I have Sam Howell and drafted him in whatever third round of the rookie drafts, like everyone else. Yeah. If you can, if you can upgrade even for a second, I think that's 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 a steal. Because why didn't Sam Howell play at all really this year outside of that one game? You know, I can even put him in. I it was a it was a revolving door at quarterback. Uh, yeah. For the. Washington um, Commanders, so it, it was almost as messy as 49ers. Yeah, yeah, messier. And, you know, and me- and the Niners was almost through no fault of their own. Yeah, but the Commanders just, yeah, just um, you know, they have they have a, gr- a nice offensive team. Also, uh, this is a selling point. 
Um, Larry, I'm going to offer you Sam Howell and a 209, and I want your Daniel Jones. Oof. Wow. That's a good one because I am a, a Giants hater. <laughs> and nobody loves Daniel Jones. Therefore, a, a Danny Dimes hater as well. So but Danny you want to get rid of your Sam Howell. For the 209 in a 12-team league, so we're like the 21st overall pick. So the 21st pick and Sam Hamill or Danny Dimes. I think Danny Dimes, as much as I have no interest in him, I don't. Th- I, th- I would need more for Danny Dimes just because of where yeah. he's at right now. You know, I'm not going to make a, a trade because I don't like the Giants. You know, I think Danny Dimes has earned a little better. Um, he's earned some more some trade capital. And also, you're basically saying that there's a good chance Sam Howell doesn't have a shot. Right. Yeah, I mean, then it could be coach speak. You know, I was offered Rob Gronkowski for Sam Howell recently. That that came in like this week. Oh wow! Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that in the two tight end league or that actually was? Yeah, the new guy. The <laughs> new guy cow. sent me. The new guy sent me a Gronkowski for Sam Howell trade trade offer. Cheese and rice, and, new um, guy. But I mean, we all know the news. We all see the blurbs. So yeah, Howell Lorenzo he's gonna he's gonna throw the twenty three. So whether or not that's true or not, they could draft a quarterback with their first round pick, you know? Let's use those um the the pick value as the gauge here. What do you think the cheapest you would sell out of that Sam Howell share is? Like two oh six, two oh one? Where where do you think you are with that? Uh I I would be happy with the two oh five, two oh six, I guess. Just because listen you already profited a little bit. You said yeah. you drafted him in the third. I and I and I like Sam. I, I like Sam Howell coming out. I was I thought the Pitts the Steelers would draft him, but they, it was just with that weird shakeout with all the quarterbacks. And then I'm going to segue into your strategy, but then you can use that second round pick there. This isn't Larry's strategy, but th- this is a, a strategic play you can use. Like now that you have that second round pick instead of Sam Howell, you have something that every team might want versus like one or two teams might be looking for a quarterback like Sam Howell, but you have a 205, we'll say, and right. every team is interested in that pick, whether they will admit it or not, not at the same level, but now you can use that pick to, I mean, maybe you can use that pick to put it towards Daniel Jones now and get it for cheaper because you don't have the stink of the people that aren't into Sam Howell. Yeah. The, the pick's just going to, do more things for you, even if you want to move on from it. And I'm looking at the the Dynasty Nerds um, rookie 2023 rookie rankings, and right around that 21 spot that we we're just talking about, it's like a Hendon Hooker, uh, Jalen Hyatt, Tajay Spears, who just just like own the Senior Bowl. Marvin Mims is in that that area. Kendra Miller. So there's there's like you know some legit pieces that I would be more than happy to cash Sam Howell in for at this point because he's been a disappointment for too long. That's too long. I can't have this. I, he, he's not going to, I mean, what's his, what would be his comp? Kirk Cousins, I guess. Just yeah. Because of the, uh, I don't know. I, I want out on Sam Howell and I, I like his versatility. I like how, you know, he, he can run with the ball if he needs to. So ran for his life. He, he had a great collegiate career when he wasn't running for his life but when he was when he had no offensive line then you were able to see his um, elusiveness and his speed yeah man now i want to make some trades yeah sam and i feel like sam howell am i i don't know am i, I, I only have like five, a four? share of sam howell i have uh two shares of sam howell okay 
Um, one I picked up in a dispersal auction, and then uh, and another was is in that that two tight end league actually. And I drafted him as a Devi guy when he was supposed to be great because mm-hmm. Sam Howell was supposed to be great, and then he all his weapons left and his offensive line, and he just was just running for his life that last year. And I don't know somehow his stock plummeted. Yeah. I mean, and anything could happen, but like you said, stock plummeted. The NFL showed us how they felt about the 2022 quarterbacks. So, which is why I'm worried about this this year. Yeah, because it's kind of similar in the sense that you have this Anthony Richardson guy that no one can get like a, a real read on, and Bryce Young's too small, and I don't know. You got C.J. Stroud, and why isn't he the top guy? And I don't know. It's just a lot of uncertainty. I'm just, and and you know that they're going top five. I think that's a, a done deal. I think two guys mm-hmm. are going in the top five at least. Will Levis? People hate Will Levis, and there's some people that really like him. Like, so who, who you, have, you don't know who they really trust or believe, man? Yeah, really. A lot of teams need quarterbacks too. So I think after so many teams avoiding quarterbacks last year in the NFL. I yeah. could see some teams going for Will Levis and just kind of looking for it. Yep. So, yep. Uh, white guy fits the profile, the traditional yep. quarterback pros, all those quick release owners. Yeah. Is that your strategy? Going, you going after Will Le- Levis? No, I have no opinion on Will <laughs> Levis, man. I, I, I kind of want to wait and see where he lands and the draft capital that goes into some of these quarterbacks before I start getting too excited or too yeah. hard on them. To this be honest is, with you, this is the this is when folks that have the rookie draft their rookie drafts before the NFL draft. You know how many people draft? How many people waste? Yeah, <laughs> all those quarterbacks, dude. How many quarterbacks yeah. went like in the top ten of yeah. rookie drafts? Yeah, Matt Corral. <laughs> Goodness, seriously, man, it, it's scary. Yeah, super flex though, man. So what we're talking? Let's super get super flex. flexy super with some flexy. strategy. Yeah, strategies. Uh, I, in my off season strategy. Well, actually, all year round, I'm trying to. Uh, make two for one deals. I'm trying to bolster my my team and and try to, depending on how many starters you have. Some leagues are start eleven. So was, yeah, you mentioned leagues. that one that was thirteen. Start thirteen. That's that's a great challenge. Start thirteen because you really got to. You can't have. You don't have time for roster cloggers when you have a start thirteen. There's just no time to sit and stare at somebody that's really not doing. It. And to that extent, you tend to drop guys a little quicker than you normally would who tend to pop uh, in, uh, after you drop them. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I'm looking to kind of thin that, thin that stuff out and not exact, not necessarily have a top-heavy team, but a team you want to you build your team. You want studs, man. You're, you're trying to create a dynasty. So I'm looking to grab like, you know, like a Hollywood or Christian Kirk to kind of package them, go after somebody that, that has a little bit more uh, that has a little bit more promise. Yeah. Um, Up, upgrade your wide receiver room. Yeah, upgrade the wide receiver room. Some of these some of these leagues, you have to start three wide receivers also. So I don't know. And you're increasing the value on your own team by by trimming the, the fat, in other words, you know, especially in a start 10, you know, or starting yeah. start, start nine in a defense. You know, you want those studs. You want to get a couple studs, then move on to the next position. If you can go all in on a on a great tight end, there's nothing worse than chasing tight ends, man. There's nothing. Yeah, worse. <laughs> I have a question, though. I'm curious about something because we're in the Dynasty Trades HQ League together. Yes, sir. So 
in that league, we start 11. Is that correct? Do you, is that yes, right? Yes, start 11. So 10, 11, I think sort of similar in a 12-team league. But now we had four teams and we're at 16. So does that change at all for you? Like when you start adding like to a 14-team league, 16-team league? Like because in that, I mean, we've mentioned it in the league chat before how yeah. hard it is to even find starters just because it gets thinned out. So I'm curious if that changes for you with yeah, league size. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a 16-team league, you're looking at it completely differently. You want you want players, especially start 11. You want players. You want starters. You're, you're doing those. I'll take a hit on a two-for-one deal just yeah. to have two players to be able to start because once those buys and injuries start creeping up on you. you and know, hope one of those next guys hits. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I made some silly deals in that league, and there I've made some deals that have worked out. So it's just, yeah, I've I've rolled the dice. It's all about having guys you can plug in there for the injuries and bye weeks. Really, you want to have depth in a deep league. It's all about the depth. So it's almost yeah. like the opposite from when I'm uh, from like a, uh, a a shallow or a twelve team traditional type of league, um, where like I was just talking about this this the league that that had that trade start 13 we got you know he got rid of some like startable pieces like yeah it's startable pieces for i tight end that you know could miss 2024 time or, class yeah yeah 24 class a guy that could miss time uh, tight ends get injured a lot you know they're famously injured a lot uh, i mean honestly essentially he got rid of all those dudes for like a mid first rounder in a typical dynasty league right yeah, I mean, what I'm, what I'm, and and he could have gotten in in this format, he could have gotten late first and second round picks, which are all Debbie picks. So he could have had essentially had four Debbie picks, yeah, instead of Bowers. Ludicrous. New uh, new guy should probably tune into Dynasty Hot Sauce for some strategy while he's making those trades. I tell you, baby, once Come a on, week, new guy. once a week. Come on, but yeah, guy. Uh, you know, another part of another part of, of what you should be doing is accumulating those second and third round picks throughout the season. You know, lose, using them to slide up and down the draft when come rookie draft time. That's what I enjoy doing. A lot, a nice live rookie draft. You you want to move up a spot? You have a couple of uh, seconds or thirds in your back pocket. You can throw on top of that. Uh, this one league I have, it's a twelve team. This is also a start thirteen, uh, twelve team league. Uh, I have five first round picks, one second round, and seven third round picks because I made a wow. lot of deals. And I've always, if you're making a deal and the other person you're you're negotiating with is kind of leading the deal or it's somebody that they want, have them thrown a third. No one's gonna no one's gonna kill a deal over a third round pick. You know, just get a third thrown in. Sometimes, sometimes I do nowadays. I yeah, used to be I mean, all about it, but sometimes I'm just like, seriously, dude, like this is stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I already feel like, I, like the deal should have been done, and now you're just like, you rejected me for a third. Like, nope, we're done talking. I don't, I don't even play those games anymore, dude. Like, it's just silly. I used to be all about it, and nowadays I'm just like, dude. <laughs> when you're trading, you gotta have. It depends on what kind of frame of mind you're in. You know, there so are players that I I would do that for, but there's other times where I'm just like, dude, you're already winning the deal. You don't need my third too. Oh well, you know, I'm never looking to win a deal. Real, I mean, winning a deal is obviously great and all, but that's not why I'm making trades. I'm not making trades to to win deals. I'm making trades. Number one, um, I'll make a trade just because I f I'm in the mood. And sometimes yeah, I'll just be like, you know that. what? All right, whatever. So I, I'm rarely the. Um, I don't really. I'll just. I'll just smash something just for the sake of smashing it, because I have this feeling in the back of my head that 
the guy I'm trading with is going to tra- change his mind because you know when you have somebody. Yeah, I hear. You know yeah. when you have a player. You know you you know you have, when you have a player in the tractor beam. You know you're like, oh, this is this guy's already mine. We're just hammering things out here, and there are times where you're just like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to get too greedy, and it's like you're right. You you do you've done it for so long. You're just like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna smash on this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this particular league, this is a big rebuild. Uh, so it's and again, it's, it all depends on the context behind your league. Uh, this was an orphan, uh, no dispersal. I just took over this team that, and I just blew it up and just started accumulating picks. So. You know, you don't necessarily have to say throw in this, throw in that in order to get my way. But if you're in the rebuilds that I was in, I was getting thirds thrown in. Uh, yeah, so I, and I'm not, I'm not saying every situation's the same. Um, so I didn't mean to glorify what I'm referring to, but those ones where you just kind of like it's it's all done and you get like that one and only counter or something and it's like the same exact deal but they want your third or fourth and you're just like dude come on like yeah and, and then you might counter back with something else and i don't i don't know to me it just sometimes um, it's sometimes just a little try hard to me it's just kind of like come on man like i know i, I don't know well the nickel and diming i started those games nah. <laughs> Yeah, the nickel and diamond can be tedious. Um, so, and and if it, you brought up like leagues, and it depends on the league and context, I think does matter. And I mean, for me, even if it's a league that isn't very active, and that happens, I might just be like, you know what, I got to get this deal done. I don't care. So there are leagues where I don't care as much, or situations or players I want more that I don't care as much. But that's um, a great point. I just uh, so to to that point. Um, this there's a league I'm in that's there's no trading and it's just like pulling teeth man yeah so knowing that to your point I got a trade offer from this guy and I was like man I would love to counter this and, <laughs> and this trade is clearly in this guy's favor but this dude takes forever to get back to me and I don't yes. want to wait a week for him to respond to my counter so i just accepted it so i don't know if that's a strategy <laughs> by the guy i just don't respond to stuff so and that that makes people accept offers because they know that i'm not going to counter them uh it, you know less than a week that's awesome it yeah, also yeah, reminds yeah. me that i have to i have a trade that i have to revoke that i sent to michael finero a few days ago when we get off the show here i'll revoke that trade oh my god finero right goodness sakes Goodness sakes. I almost feel like, I mean, if you listen to Dynasty Hot Sauce, right after I made a trade with uh, Swags, I had been negotiating with Finero. Swags, <laughs> Swags is in my ear while I'm, I'm like trying to do this deal with Finero. Finero, he, he, he's, he, Swags is like, oh, he's, he's, he's just stringing me along. He ain't making that deal. There's no way he's making that. You know, take my deal instead, blah, blah, blah. And saying, sure no, enough, you, Finero. You, you, you made the mistake of telling me you were trying to get Garrett Wilson. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know who has him. And no, you are not getting Garrett Wilson because I actually do a show with that guy. <laughs> and Dude. Like, if there's anybody you're not getting from Michael Finero, Garrett Wilson is one of the guys. So we had so I was Bob. just like, so let's talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're in my ear. Finero's in my other ear. 
<laughs> you lie. Finero was not in your ear. You sent a trade to him. That is not the same. <laughs> no, he was coming back to me. Oh, no, he, he kept sending me messages. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Then he, then he was just like, he's like, I'll let you know by this afternoon or give me until this weekend. He was sending me these these little like. Oh, that's more of, than like, he does baby. for me. Oh, my gosh. So I'm so I'm explaining this story to Bob Harris, who was on the show a couple weeks back. That's a, that's a fun episode. Check that out. And I'm like, so they're like, why did you make that Russell Wilson deal with Swags? And I'm like, because I was so pissed about Finero, I rage traded. <laughs> I rage traded Russell Wilson to Swags. And and he and they were like, oh, my God, this and that. And I'm like, wait a minute. What did I? I wonder if those two guys teamed up on me purposely, and that was their whole you, like but you got, strategy. You, you got—I don't think it was that crazy, though. I forget the whole trade, to be honest with you. But I feel like you got picks and Carr, and um, no, you gave me it was Carr for Wilson, Wilson for Carr and Gasecki. I think. Oh yeah, you were after Gasecki. Right, 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 right. He I could be him. a value this off season, but he's probably going to change teams, huh? He will change teams because they didn't use him at all. He just didn't fit into McDaniel's system. So he's going to, I think he's going to sign with a, a team that's going to use him as a wide receiver. And okay. he's at that like tight end breakout age, like that age where they end up switching teams. Like Gerald Everett. Yeah. Uh, man, who's some other examples? I have, man, I have a few, but Everett comes to mind really quick and how he changed teams and yeah. instantly is utilized as a tight end. You know, nothing special, but a tight end. So getting into the throw in the third strategy, I was I was doing also a throw in a Gasecki. That happened to me in two leagues. Oh. Throwing a Gasecki because he was so terrible. Uh, I I was like throwing, give me a Gasecki. And I did that in a one point seven five tight end and I um did that with you in that one point. The rage trade. Yeah, it was part of the rage trade. Rage trade, I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start rage trading. <laughs> I mean, uh, I made the deal right after Fernando. Just like you said, too. He's like, he's nearly never taking that deal. He loves he loves Gary Wilson. Give me until this afternoon. I'm still thinking. <laughs> you better be laughing, Fernando. You so, better be laughing. That was, that was so. I was like, what do you mean you're thinking? Do you want the deal or not? Why am I sitting here for four days? <laughs> he's just so nice. He doesn't want to tell you no. But you just take over an orphan. I have other deals in the works. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm wheeling. The exactly. Deal. Yep. You know, can't wait all day. And I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, uh, I'm out of gas at a red light here with Venero. Yep. Let's get into some value plays. Do it. So the guys you just you just kind of don't want. Like they're not that sexy. Nobody wants to put them on their team, but they're mm. probably going to give you some production. Yeah. Or just a value. Somebody you can go out and get. What do you got for us? Well, I got two guys. That, Put some uh, hot sauce on it. Little little sauce. Uh, and people are not gonna. I don't know how people are gonna feel about how about Kadarius Tony these days or Rashad Bateman these days. Two guys that I have feel just, like you're trolling me, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, man. Kadarius Tony, 24 years old, KC. I mean, his quarterback is Pat Mahomes. Rashad Bateman. We've seen flashes but nothing consistent bateman you just need to stay healthy right right they both have the draft capital which i always i always think is important you know they have that that, isn't bateman a first rounder yeah so both guys that have been injured that are on teams with mvp quarterbacks that i don't i think everyone's sour on i mean tony at one point this year 
was like going for a first. There was like a week when Tony was going for a first round picks. Remember, he, he just he, got, he gets traded to KC and then scores a touchdown. Then it's, it's like Tony to the moon, and then he just turned back into Kadarius Tony and just got injured again. Full off season in Kansas City, they don't have no one has emerged. These Juju did. Yeah, Juju had a good season. But where's Juju? I know play? he's a free agent, but like, Juju yeah, did. Play? Where's he going to play next year? Yeah, I mean, and probably I mean, with the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kelsey was the main guy there. Juju yeah. had a great season, but I mean, this is Travis Kelsey show. And then how how many years is that going to be on Broadway? You know? It can't last much longer. If we're being honest, nobody wants to hear that. But Kelsey's how old? 34, 35, 34? Oh, God, is that accurate? Am I just talking on my ass? Travis Kelsey is. 33. 33. 33, yeah. Only 33 and a half when the season starts. So it's still the same. I mean, at, at some point, he's just going to make other life decisions, no matter how good he's playing. And the older you get, and he's in a position that where you, he's getting just crushed all the time. Yeah, yep. He's an older dude. The injuries are going to happen. I mean, that's why. I, that's why I stay away from old guys. I just I'm afraid yeah. of inju- I'm afraid of injured guys. I've been around this game long enough to not have want any interest in guys to get injured. And here I am touting, you know, Bateman and Tony, <laughs> two guys that have spent, spent the majority of their careers injured. Well, but to your point on like Kelsey and going back to the older guy, and if he gets injured, that's a completely different recovery po- process mindset. Mm. Like you might just go through recovery and be like, you know what? I want to retire. Versus like a 23-year-old who's trying to get back, get right, and get out there quick. Uh, it's a lot different. Yeah. I mean, we're talking wide receiver 36, wide receiver 45 territory with Bateman and Tony. So one would think that you can pick up uh, – these. both of these guys have a ton of upside. It's, what's, it's nothing that would keep you from having one of these guys on your bench and then, boom, you're, you're getting that first-round pick for them eventually or you're getting that production with those MVP quarterbacks throwing them the ball. I mean, they, so Juju's not going to be around. You, you'd expect Kelsey to, I mean, is Kelsey going to put up another season where he's, you know, is he going to put up like I a 2,000 yard season? Juju. I think they keep Juju. I think they keep Juju also because Juju didn't want to leave Pittsburgh. They were like, dude, it's, it's over, man. <laughs> it's time yeah. to go. It's time to go, yo. So I, it, it, it it makes me think that he's one of those guys that just is, is wants cool. a home. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love for Juju to stay there, but Tony's going to have a role. You know, he already does have kind of a role, and he just joined the team right before the playoffs. Yeah. So, what are you paying for Kadarius? I would. Like, what kind of value do you think you can get here? I would do. I would do an early second. Two oh two for Tony. Give me that. Uh, maybe two oh three. Two. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> well, we're talking. There's a big difference there. It's like you just you just sniped my two o two. Would I do the two o two? Um, he's thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. He's gonna counter back with this two o seven he acquired in one of those. Throwing a third, throwing a, throw a third, two and a three. <laughs> no, uh, I mean the two o two. accepted. Honestly, no, that's an early. That's an early second. Um, I mean, Tony's chirping back. This, this is the other part of it. You know, he he like he's like sliding into people's DMs that are picking on him, and he's just not there maturity wise. And they got ran out of out of New York. Uh, I would give a mid 
second round pick for him, but I'm not giving him the 202. Not the not a top 15 pick. I think that there's some value in the top 15. You know, you're you're still looking at potentially Kayshawn Booty or uh, mm-hmm. Josh Downs, um, Michael Mayer sitting there if you're looking for a nice tight end sitting in, sitting there for your premium. Yeah. You know, some and all the guys we mentioned earlier. So, and you know, and this is all pre combine stuff. So, some of these guys might rise and there might be some risers and fallers. The top 15 in this class, I, I love. I mean, you're the rookie fever guy. Larry, you're going to have to get back with me if you uh, pull any of these moves off and let me know if you've acquired any Bateman, Tony, any, you know what I, I mean? Exactly. Your cells. Yes. I will get rid that. of that Trey Lance. Come back on and talk about nah, it. Ah, dude, Trey Lance. Nobody wants him. Like I said, you got to wait for the Instagrams to come out and all his when he's when he's cutting on a dime yep. on Twitter. That's when <laughs> that's when his value will go up. But yeah, I don't want any part of Trey Lance, man. Yeah. Well, and even like you said, like he's going to be ready to go before Purdy, even if Purdy's ready for camp. So you're going to have a lot of Trey Lance buzz this off season. Yeah, Larry, I appreciate you coming on a ton. Plug away a little bit, and then I'll get us out of here. Oh, you find me on Twitter. F. Larry Larry Monkey. At Dynasty Hot Sauce. We drop an episode every week. We're on all the social media platforms. Check out our merch store. We had some cool stuff there, man. I don't, we don't make any money off the merch. We just, I'd rather have somebody, I'd rather see somebody wearing a Dynasty Hot Sauce t shirt than, than me make. You know, two dollars uh, yeah. you know, off of a selling a T-shirt. You know, it's much more. It's worth a lot more to me to see people. Where can the they merch. find that merch at? Uh, that's at storeenvy.com. Dynasty Hot Sauce. Um, when we drop episodes, you'll see our link tree uh, it has all the links there. We just launched a Patreon. If you want some some exclusive stuff, that's that's pretty cool. You go on uh, Dynasty Hot Sauce on Patreon. You see the different t- the two tiers that we offer. Uh, we're building that up. That's 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 really fun. That's that's been a lot of fun uh, getting off the ground. So yeah, man, just um, follow the show on Apple, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff, man. And thanks again, Swags. I really appreciate uh, you having me on. This was a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely, man. Thanks for finally making it happen. At F F Larry Monkey on Twitter. I am at Swagzilla Zero G on Twitter. This is at Superflexible on. Wait, it's maybe something else on Twitter, but it's the Super Flexible Podcast anywhere you want to go find it. And if you, you I don't know how you're hearing this, it's freaking crazy. <laughs>